0: This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet.
1: Good morning. It's Monday, July 23rd, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Late on Friday afternoon, Anne Arundel County State's Attorney Wes Adams announced that Jared Ramos was indicted by an Anne Arundel County grand jury on 23 counts as it related to the June 28th shooting in the Capital Gazette newsroom. Counts one to five charge Ramos with first-degree murder in the murder of Wendy Winters, Robert Hyassin, Gerald Fishman, John McNamara, and Rebecca Ann Smith. Count six charges Ramos with attempted first-degree murder of photographer Paul Gillespie Counts 7 through 12, charge Ramos with first-degree assault on Paul Gillespie, Celine Sanfelice, Phil Davis, Janelle Cooley, Anthony Messenger, and Rachel Pacella. Counts 13 to 23 of the indictment, charge Ramos with the use of a firearm in commission of a crime of violence. One count for each of the people that we named earlier. The case itself will be prosecuted personally by State's Attorney Wes Adams and Assistant State's Attorney Jason Knight. As well as Aaron Myers. On Saturday, standing in front of the State House in Annapolis, Maryland, dozens of Great Mills High School students and a survivor from the Capitol Gazette shooting spoke out against gun violence. Jackson O'Mara, 17, led the rally and she said, I want to make our elected officials more transparent and more accessible. This rally was a call on Governor Hogan and state legislators to implement tighter gun laws. Democratic gubernatorial candidate Ben Jealous was on hand and he encouraged the students to keep pushing for change. He said, the bottom line is that we all deserve to feel safe where we study and where we work. There's a lot more we could be doing and a lot more we should be doing. Capital Gazette reporter Celine Felice, who survived the June 28th newsroom attack, Said, we need a government that stands up for us. And to close it out, O'Mara had said, Pressure is progress, and we can and will be heard. No one can silence us. It doesn't seem that anybody can silence the planes at BWI either. Despite the objections of Maryland Comptroller Peter Franchot and surrounding neighbors who feared the project would further increase noise levels around the airport, the State Board of Public Works, in a split vote, approved plans for a $60 million expansion at Baltimore Washington International Airport. The board voted 2-1 to one to support the project, which will help BWI prepare for expected growth by Southwest Airlines, which accounts for almost 70% of the airport's flights. However, the board did make one change. They voted not to allow the airport to add any additional gates without seeking further approval. The airport is looking to make a 55,000 square foot expansion. Ultimately, it will have five additional gates, space for new restaurants and retails. So they can go ahead with the 55,000 square foot expansion. However, they're going to have to come back to determine exactly how many gates they can have. Over across the border in Howard County, police removed the barriers at Old Columbia Pike and Main Street, officially reopening Main Street in downtown Ellicott City, two months after the flooding devastated the town for a second time in two years. Howard County Executive Alan Kittleman said, my heart is broken for the people that have suffered so much in Ellicott City, but again, I continue to be inspired by them just as I was in 2016. And while Main Street will reopen, parking will be prohibited between Maryland Avenue and Old Columbia Pike. Short-term parking only will be allowed in that area for loading and unloading. There are a lot of mixed emotions from business owners down there. Brenda France, who's the owner of Attic Antiques and Things, said she has mixed emotions simply because I myself, my building, is not ready for customers. It makes it very hard for contractors to get in and move and park trucks, move supplies, and the safety issue I have a problem with. I have a problem with vandalism, so when you factor in everything, it seems that it might not be a good idea to be open just yet. Michael Koplow, who owns the Clayground studio and gallery, feels the pain, but also said that new traffic coming in will only help Main Street. And he said he's confident that the folks are staying on the street will persevere and the town will come back. However, one longtime shop owner is choosing to hang it all up. Joan Eve Shea Cohen, who is the owner of Joan Eve Classics and Collectibles, and that was an antique shop on Main Street, will not be returning. Last May, as the floodwaters rushed into her store, she and a friend became trapped inside. They had to break a window to escape. And she said, I can't imagine opening again, putting in all that money and effort, and even have to worry about customers coming into my store and, God forbid, getting stuck in a rainstorm that turns out to be a flood. Despite that, Shay Cohen wishes nothing but good luck to the business owners who do choose to return to Main Street, and said, I hope whoever goes back and opens up never has to experience anything like this, and I hope they all do well. In the first flood, she lost $260,000 in inventory and personal items, and she is still trying to figure it out for the second time around. Shay Cohen has said that on August 1st, she will be opening up a booth in the Old Glory Antique Marketplace up in Frederick, Maryland. That is about it for the top news stories today. Please check back with ionannapolis.net throughout the day because we do update that consistently. Also, you want to make sure you recommend this podcast and the daily news brief to all of your friends and colleagues and ask them to subscribe. If you've got a few moments, give us a rating wherever you get your podcast. That is about it for today. Hang tight. We have George Young with DMV Weather, and he's coming up right after these words from Kegs and Corks.
0: Don't miss the best event of the summer. Get your tickets now for the 7th Annual Cakes and Corks Festival at the Anne Arundel County Fairgrounds, Saturday, August 18th, from 1 to 7 p.m. Tickets benefit the Special Olympics of Maryland and include a souvenir glass, unlimited wine and beer samples, plus live music, including headliner Kristen and the Noise. Sample over 80 Maryland wines, 40 craft beers, plus vendors like wine cream, wine slushies, and desserts made with craft beer. Buy your ticket today at cakesandcorksfest.com for noon entry, cakesandcorksfest.com. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out.
2: Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your I Annapolis forecast for Monday, July 23rd. What a weekend we just had in terms of rainfall for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County in which 4 to 8 inches of rain fell across the county, if not a little more in spots. And today through Friday will only add to it as storms coming up from the south will potentially deliver several more inches of rain to the region with daily rain chances and high temps in the 80s. So while every day will not be a constant washout like Saturday's driving rainstorm, there is a high chance each day of soaking storms in areas of more flooding. So be sure to stay aware of road conditions while out and about and stay tuned to us for updates as storms develop. Okay, that's it for today. Make it a great week out there. Be sure to follow DMV Weather. Anywhere all the time at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook or especially on our free app that you can download from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather so you can always stay weather informed. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe.
0: September 29th, the inaugural Twist and Stout Festival at Quiet Waters Park along the shores of the South River. Twist and Stout, a Maryland wine, craft, beer, music, food, and arts festival presented by the Anne Arundel County Department of Recreation and Parks along with the Maryland Wineries Association. Sample dozens of craft beers and Maryland wines. Dance the afternoon away to the sounds of Saved by Zero and the Groove Spot Band. Watch the plein air painters and shop dozens of artisans, crafters, and food trucks. Tickets are on sale now at twistandstout.org. T W I S T A N D S T O U T.org. September 29th, Twist and Stout at Quiet Waters Park, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tickets at twistandstout.org. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief.